0: Hey guys, thanks for stopping by for another awesome episode of Mortgage Guide Podcast. I am Adam Lesnar and this is the Mortgage Podcast where we go over real estate stuff, mortgage stuff, how to get approved in unique scenarios, and really just dive into some of the uh, little nooks and crannies of the weird stuff in the mortgage industry. So today we're actually talking about five odd things your credit report doesn't show. Some of the stuff that you might think would show on there, but actually don't, and sometimes causes problems. Let's take a look. This and every episode of the Mortgage Guide podcast is brought to you by balanceprocess.com, where we bring balance to the home buying process. Find out how you can get pre-approved for even the most unique scenarios with a portfolio loan at balanceprocess.com. Good or bad, there are some misconceptions about what information is shown on the credit report. Before diving into what doesn't show, let's take a quick look at the things that are reported. When you're looking to buy or refinance a home, your lender will want to take a look at your credit report, obviously. Your lender is looking for several specific things. Number one, monthly liabilities like car loans, credit cards, student loans and personal loans. Your monthly liabilities are used to calculate your debt to income ratio and play a big part in your mortgage approval. The ideal situation is to have a DTI or debt to income ratio of 45% or less. So basically you wanna have monthly expenses that equal to less than half of what your monthly income is. Quick note, student loans are sometimes in deferment status where there's no payment that is shown. In this case, the lender use, is going to use a 1% of the balance as a monthly payment, or you can provide a statement, but typically on the loans uh, today as of April 4th, 2017, um, the lender is gonna use 1% of the loan balance as your monthly payment, even if you're on a income-based repayment program on your student loan. Um, those, right now, are not okay. It still has to be 1% of your loan balance. Second thing that shows on your credit report that we're looking for, obviously, is your credit scores. The lender's pulling a tri-merger uh, credit report. This means your scores and history are being pulled from all three credit bureaus, Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. The lender will use the middle of the three scores. Don't be surprised if each score is different. That's completely normal the reason they're different is because not all creditors report your liabilities to all three bureaus because it costs them more and uh, by pulling your credit from all three credit bureaus we're able to see as much history as possible to make an educated decision regarding your credibility as a borrower and the other thing we look for is any bruises on your credit report Things like current or past collections, late payments, judgments, tax liens, bankruptcies, foreclosures, short sales, all that kind of stuff. As a lender, we take into consideration these things when making a decision on your loan, obviously. We look for how long ago did this take place? Is there anything still outstanding? Have you gotten back on your feet reestablishing your credit? Most people think that if they've had a bankruptcy or foreclosure in the last year, they can't buy a house. But actually, with portfolio loans, there may be an option for you, just so you know. So, those are the basics that we look for on a credit report. But what about the other stuff? Time and time again, I go over credit reports with borrowers, and it seems like the same questions pop up. What about this? I've been paying on this for years. Doesn't that count for something? Well, it's a valid point, so let's take a look five things that don't typically show on your credit report number one your rent payment history you've been renting for two years never late your landlord loves you but your credit score is 550. what gives doesn't two years of faithful payments mean anything in this world well yes and no yes it means something because when you get a mortgage your lender will contact your landlord for verification of on-time payments by having a squeaky clean history you simply set yourself up for success of course On the flip side, your faithful payments are not going to be reflected on your credit report because it's highly unlikely that your landlord will take the time and effort to report your payment history to the credit bureaus. The landlord would actually have to pay to report their information to the bureaus. Number two, your income doesn't show on your credit report. Sometimes sometimes people say, just look at my credit report. You'll see where I've worked and how much I made. Uh, Not really. Your income is definitely not reported on your credit report. There may be instances where your employer's address could pop up on your credit report as a previous address, but the credit bureaus do not know how much you make, nor should they. The fact of the matter is, your income isn't a reflection of credit worthiness. Income is definitely a factor with your mortgage approval, but not given any weight when it comes to credit score. Number three, land contract history. So some people buy their home with seller financing, are commonly called land contract. Um, this is a way to purchase a home if you don't fit within normal lending guidelines. The seller acts as the lender and accepts payments each month. There are some companies that will actually assist the seller with managing this type of private mortgage. The problem is it takes additional time and effort for the seller to go through the process of getting the credit reporting piece of it set up. I say that there are companies that help with these types of matters, but to be honest, I've never seen a land contract payment on a credit report unless I manually went and had it done uh, as a credit supplement. In this case, the new lender would reach out to the land contract holder to verify the payments have been current and get official payoff and verify with the county if the land contract was ever recorded. Number four, real-time data. Your credit report doesn't get updated like your Facebook feed. If you pay down a credit card and your credit is pulled the next day, it's probably still going to show your previous balance. If you're looking to get an increase in your scores, pay down your balances on your credit cards and wait a couple of weeks. Some experts have a rule of thumb to make a payment, wait until the next bill comes out, which would show the new balance, and then have your credit pulled by your lender. To me, that makes sense. Number five, the story behind it all. There's always a detailed story behind each derogatory mark on a credit report, big or small. Whether it was your brother's cell phone bill that you refused to pay or the hospital bill that the insurance was supposed to cover, there's always a long explanation. The credit report simply spits out the data they received from the creditors, not much more than that. If you have a situation that you believe is incorrect, call the creditor. It's not just going to go away. Talk to 10 different people if you have to, but come to some sort of resolution. If you choose to officially dispute the debt, it may create some problems on your mortgage approval that you didn't intend. I sincerely appreciate you stopping by. Don't forget to subscribe or add me to your list, and uh, feel free to let me know what questions you have. Stop by balanceprocess.com. Love to talk with you. You know, every single day is different new. Every day I come into a scenario that I've never dealt with before, and it's a learning experience. And um, we all figure it out together. So thanks so much for stopping by. I appreciate it. And we'll see you soon.